Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Oz. It is Thursday, the 13th of January. My name is Sam Kozlowski. Joining me today is the co-founder of the Daily Oz, Zara Seidler, to take us through the news. And then we're going to talk all things filibuster, a uniquely American concept. Right, Zara? Mm-hmm. Sure is. But first, we will discuss tennis as we have every other day this week. Novak Djokovic has admitted he attended a media interview while knowingly infected with COVID-19 back in December. In a lengthy statement on Instagram, Djokovic said, This was an error of judgment and I accept that I should have rescheduled this commitment. It comes as Immigration Minister Alex Hawke is yet to make a decision on whether or not to use his ministerial discretion to re-cancel Djokovic's visa. The New South Wales government has announced it is now mandatory for residents to register a positive rapid antigen result via the Service New South Wales app. Premier Dominique Perrottet said failure to do so would result in a $1,000 fine, with enforcement to come into effect from the 19th of January. Yesterday afternoon, Consumer Services Minister Victor Dominello told 2GB that nearly 54,000 people had already uploaded their positive rapid test via the app. We'll see the numbers later this morning to see how large that influx of rapid tests is. Queensland's Chief Health Officer John Gerrard has said unvaccinated people are nine times more likely to end up in hospital with COVID-19 compared to people who have had their booster shot. Queensland currently has 525 people with COVID-19 in hospital, with 30 of those people in ICU. And today's good news, book sales in the UK in 2021 were the highest in a decade, with 212 million print books sold. The big genres that did really well were crime, science fiction, fantasy, romance and personal development. They all saw an increased popularity. Sam, it feels like we have been very Australia-focused as of late and that's because there's been a whole lot of news out of this small country. But today we're heading over to the US and we're talking about a concept called a filibuster. You might have heard it before. It's often represented in, you know, political dramas and the like. But we're talking about it today because there could be a major change on the horizon. Before we continue, it's worth having a look at what exactly a filibuster is because it's a uniquely American idea. We don't really have anything like it in Australia. So the filibuster is a rule and it's specific to the US Senate and it allows senators to debate a bill on the Senate floor for an extended period of time. And when you say for an extended period of time, that's not entirely capturing how long these things can go on for. At times, we've seen filibusters extend for over 24 hours, and that's because they're used strategically by senators to delay the progression of a bill. So think of it like procrastinating. If you sit down to do a project and then get asked to do 50 other things, by the time you get back to actually doing that project, you're in a very different stage to where you were at the beginning. That's what the filibuster is. It's a speech or it's a debate to procrastinate a legislation moving forward. And the overall aim here is to sideline the bill. So that's basically going back to the procrastination analogy, to procrastinate long enough that a bill takes forever to pass or inevitably just doesn't pass at all. That's why it's in the news this week. It's because Joe Biden is looking at how the Democrats could change the Senate rules to change how we understand and know the filibuster. We've spoken you through what a filibuster is, but what it sounds like is something entirely different. Here is a famous snippet for you. It is Bernie Sanders in 2010 in a filibuster that went on for eight hours. Uh, In my view, uh, the agreement that they reached is a bad deal for the American people. I think we can do better. 
And I am here today to take a strong stand against this bill, and I intend to tell my colleagues and the nation exactly what, why I am in opposition to this bill. You can call what I'm doing today whatever you want. You can call it a filibuster. You can call it a very long speech. I'm not here to set any great records uh, or to, to make a spectacle. I am simply here today to take as long as I can to explain to the American people the fact that we have got to do a lot better. So this tool used by U.S. senators is in the news this week, Zara. Why is Joe Biden so insistent on pushing this through? Any bill that goes through the Senate requires 60 votes to either avoid the possibility of this filibuster or to end debate once a filibuster has started. So currently, the Democrats only have 50 senators, meaning that they're more than likely to not get the required support they need to pass a certain bill that is on the agenda this week, and that is a voting rights bill. This legislation has multiple aspects, and it's quite complex, but basically it's looking to enact national election standards that would overrule some state-based standards. It's aiming to reduce, you know, the influence of big money in politics and reduce some voting hurdles that exists in certain states, according to the Democrats. But Joe Biden's administration is expecting some Republicans to employ a filibuster to stifle debate in the Senate. Right. So just kind of bringing all these pieces of the discussion together, this tool that US senators can use to make a debate go on for longer than it needs to is particularly important this week because there's a big voting bill up and Joe Biden's looking to actually remove this tool altogether to make sure that his bill has a chance of succeeding. Biden did say that if no breakthrough on the legislation could be achieved, Senate lawmakers should, and I quote, change the rules, including getting rid of the filibuster for this. He said that it was to protect, quote, our democracy and said, I support changing the Senate rules whichever way they need to be changed. Not all Democrats are on board with this, however. Joe Manchin, who is a Democratic senator, said on Tuesday that he believes any changes should be made with substantial Republican buy-in. So Republicans being the opponents to the Democrats. As always, with any political discussions, it's important to look at the multifaceted nature of this. It's worth remembering that Democrats, Joe Biden's party, used the filibuster technique to delay debate on the former President Trump's border wall with Mexico. So it's not like this is a one-sided debate. Both sides of US politics have been known to use the filibuster over time. And if the Democrats end up not holding the Senate, that could mean that Republicans ultimately benefit from there being no filibuster and it could very much be a reverse play there. We definitely don't want this podcast to become a filibuster. So that is all we've got time for this morning. Thank you. Have a fantastic day, everybody. Rate us on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. All the ways you can show your love to The Daily Oz. It's where over 300,000 Australians get their news throughout the day. And we'd love to hear what you think of this podcast.